Hello and welcome back to Stop and Go F1, everyone's favourite Formula 1 YouTube channel. Make sure you subscribe because today we're doing our driver ratings for the Bahrain Grand Prix. We're going to rate everyone on a scale of 1 to 10. 1 being awful, 10 being perfect and 5 being bang average. None of this 7 is average nonsense. 5. If you did bang average, you're getting a 5. Oh my goodness, unbelievable. Let's get into this. I've got the ratings here on my phone. So if you see me looking at my phone, it's not me being rude and ignoring you. It's me getting the results. What we're going to do, we're going to go in reverse constructors order from last year's constructors championship. So we're starting with Williams, starting with Logan Sargent. Now he qualified 16th and he finished the race in 12th. Now there is, uh, I've given him an 8 out of 10, which you may see, may think, is very high but the thing is he really impressed me this weekend maybe i had low expectations coming in i know a lot of people certainly did people calling him the new latifi but he certainly is not that he had a very good showing in qualifying he should have really made it out into q2 he was 0.001 off getting into q2 i thought he raced exceptionally well and also there's a bit of rookie tax in there as well raising his numbers up i like to give the rookies a bit of time maybe like five races where I don't judge them as harshly as everyone else. So Logan Sargent here, though, I thought he was fantastic this weekend. I've given him an 8 out of 10. Now we go to his teammate, Alex Albon, who qualified 15th and finished 10th, bringing home one point for the Williams team. And I've also given him an 8. And you may feel that's a bit harsh to give them both the same score, considering Alex scored a point. But, you know, it's that rookie tax again. But Alex Albon, fantastic drive here, getting a point on the first race i mean i can't even remember the last time williams scored points on their first race of the year so fantastic result here the williams looking very good i see the thing is i don't know if the williams is looking good or other cars are looking bad that is something we'll have to find out as we go on through the season let's go to alpha tauri now we go to nick devries he qualified 19th and he finished the race in 14th i give him a 6 out of 10 here you see we didn't really see much of him he did get a few nice overtakes in here and there but you see this is kind of the problem with people at the further back of the grid we don't really see what they get up to and nick devries i thought his qualifying performance was quite a letdown but you know i think he made it more than made it up in the race his teammate yuki snowder qualified 14th finished the race in 11th just outside the points i'm giving him a 7 out of 10 he did beat his teammate his teammate who i believe is actually older than him because i think yuki is still the youngest uh, member of the f1 grid despite having three more years in f1 than his older teammates but yeah i've given him a seven solid race solid race for yuki they'll be hoping to get points in saudi arabia on to Haas now, and Nico Hülkenberg makes his grand return to Formula 1. Fantastic qualifying with a 10th place, getting into Q3 in the Haas, but just went backwards in the race. Went into the back of Ocon at the start of the race, lost a bit of his front wing. They didn't call him in to fix it, they just left him out until the pit stop. He just went further and further back, ended up 15th. I've given him a 6 out of 10. Um, that six largely comes from his fantastic qualifying performance because there wasn't really much to shout about in the race. His teammate Kevin Magnussen qualified 17th, finished the race in 13th. So despite beating his teammate, uh, I've also given him six out of ten just because his qualifying performance. When you look at what Hulkenberg did up to him, 
that is very disappointing for Kevin Magnussen. Seven places down off his teammate, his teammate who hasn't been in a Formula 1 car in a competitive environment for less than a year. You know, he competed for Aston at the first two races of last year, but hasn't been in a full-time seat for a very long time. To do that, I think there's questions that need to be asked around Haas at the minute. Now we go on to Aston Martin with Stroll qualifying 8th, finishing the race in 6th. Now this may be controversial, but I'm giving him a 10 out of 10. Just because, yes, he made mistakes, including nearly taking out his teammate on the first lap. And, you know, I don't think I'll ever give anyone else a 10 for finishing 6th. But what he's been through the past few weeks, where he had the accident and he's had surgery on his wrist, and he's got a broken toe, and the majority of the drivers have had around about 150 more laps in their cars through testing. He had to miss all of it. We saw how awful he looked on Thursday in practice, but to come through and still finish sixth, I think, is a heroic drive and really needs to be applauded here. Uh, I think lots of people doubt Stroll. And I think he's answered a lot of his doubters with this drive. And hopefully when we come to Saudi, he's in a much better position, much more comfortable within the car, and we can see what he can really do. But fantastic from Stroll. We go to his teammate, Fernando Alonso, qualifying fifth, finishes the race third, giving um, Aston Martin their second ever podium. Their first podium, though, on true pace, because that Baku race was all over the place, a mess. I mean, if you count the Hungarian race, another one which was a complete mess. This is their first uh, podium where there hasn't been like a big DNF at the front of the grid or anything like that, or any big incidents. So on pace, their first proper podium, I'll give him a 10 out of 10 because it was a perfection drive from Fernando Alonso on the Sunday afternoon. I mean, his qualifying could have been better, yeah, but, you know, he more than made up for it in the race. Going on to Joe now, we're at the Alfa Romeos. Joe qualified 13th, finished the race in 16th. I've given him a 7 out of 10 because it was a decent race for Joe, to be honest. And I don't think him finishing 16th is a true reflection on what he did because he was around 11th or 12th until the last few laps where they pulled him in to get the fastest lap and take that off Alpine. So I think Joe had a better race than what the numbers would say, so I've given him a 7. Going to his teammate Bottas, he qualified 12th, he finished the race in in 8th. I'm giving Bottas a 9 out of 10. I think Alfa Romeo are cursed, with a curse that means that they never ever get TV time. Because at one point we're watching this Russell-Alonso battle and I realise Bottas is ahead of them both and he'd pitted. He was ahead of both the Aston Martin and the Mercedes on true pace. And I haven't got a clue how he got there. And I've rewatched the highlights and I've rewatched the start of the race. I still cannot figure out how Bottas got there. So Bottas did some magic in that Alfa Romeo. And he seemed in the in the interviews afterwards, he seemed a bit disappointed with eighth, but I think he should be pretty happy there. I've given him a nine out of ten. Piastri now he qualified eighteenth. He didn't finish the race. He did like sixteen laps. I've given him a 5 out of 10 because I can't really judge this here. His qualifying was a bit disappointing, but when you realise how bad the McLaren was, maybe it wasn't. Um, you know, he had a DNF straight away. I'm just going to give him a 5 and move on. Lando Norris qualified 11, finished the race in 17th. I've given him a 7 out of 10 because, my God, look, if we say that 5 is average... He gets an extra point for somehow nearly getting that car into Q3. Then he gets an extra point on top of that for not having a breakdown and crying and refusing to finish the race. Because that's what I would have done if McLaren had done that to me. 
making a car that can't survive a race unless it does six pit stops. You know, I've been watching F1 a long time now. I have never seen a worse performance from a team than McLaren this weekend. One car that can't make it to 20 laps and another car that can only finish the race if it pits six times. That was embarrassing. Awful. Awful. The first race of the 60th year of McLaren, and that's it. This team, the team that still owns the record for highest percentage wins in a season, only missing out on 100% by one race, and 60 years of their history comes to this. Awful. Awful for McLaren. Speaking of awful, Alpine. Well, not fully awful. uh, Gasly, bad qualifying for him. He did qualify 16th, but his lap got deleted, so he qualified 20th. Then he finished the race in 9th. A great drive from him. We did miss a lot of his overtakes because we were focusing on really more front of the field with Alonso's progression to the podium. But overall, fantastic race for Gasly. I mean, we could knock him down for having a bad qualifying, and I have taken like a point off for that. But I've, I've given him an 8 out of 10. But I think that was a great drive for him. A lot of people were writing him off after Saturday, and I think he proved them wrong. Uh, Esteban Ocon, well, he qualified ninth. He didn't finish the race. He started the race by going too far ahead in his pit box. Then he went to serve a penalty, and uh, the guys didn't serve the penalty right, which wasn't his fault. So he had to serve the penalty again, but then when serving the penalty again, he was speeding in the pit lane, which was his fault. Then he got overtaken by the McLaren, which could barely finish the race. I've given Ocon a 3 out of 10, and he'll thank me for not giving him 2. We move on to Mercedes now. George Russell qualified 6th, but finished 7th. I mean, not a great race for George. He beat Lewis Hamilton in qualifying, but just instantly lost out to him at the start, and then just seemed to go backwards. He was beaten by Stroll, who has broken every single bone in his body. I mean, realistically, he should have been 8th, because he got lucky that Charles DNF to give him 7th. I've given him 6 out of 10. It was not the best showing from Russell, especially at the start of the race where he's saying, oh, I could go faster than Hamilton. He's trying to get the team to give team orders there. George, if you're faster than him, just go past. His teammate, though, Lewis Hamilton, he started 7th. He finished the race in 5th. I'm giving him an 8 out of 10. I thought he had a much better race than his teammate did. Fantastic start, beating both Alonso and Russell off the line. And then managed the race relatively well. Great battle with Fernando Alonso in there. And I think as well, um, his radio message after the race of trying to put the positive spin on things was very good, especially compared to what his team principal said. Going to Ferrari now, uh, Carlos Sainz, he st- he qualified fourth and finished fourth. I've given him a 7 out of 10 uh, for this here. I mean, it was just a bit of a strange one for Carlos. He was quite far off Charles before Charles DNF'd. Then Alonso just caught him very quick, passed him very quick, and left him for dust very quick. And he could have been at, um, he could have been overtaken by Hamilton near the end because of Hamilton's tyres just falling off. But yeah, an interesting one for Carlos. I remember this time last year, he finished P2. It was the Ferrari P2 in uh, Bahrain. I remember his interviews afterwards being about how disappointed he was to finish second and how in the future he'd be looking for wins and stuff. And I think that confidence that he had last year has been kind of beaten out of him a little bit by uh, some of his performances last year. It'd be nice to see that Carlos comes back, but it probably won't come back with performances like this. Uh, Charles Leclerc qualified third and didn't finish the race. I have given him an 8 out of 10, though, because I thought he did exceptionally well. Fantastic start from Charles to get past Checo, and he held him back for a good few laps. I think it was about 20-odd laps before Checo got past him again in a Red Bull, which was much, much, much quicker. 
Um, he did fall off a little bit, but was managing it quite well before his engine gave up on him. I think uh, there's a lot of good stuff to come from Charles this year, and it'd be interesting to see if Alonso could have got past him if Charles was able to continue in the race. On to the Red Bulls now. Sergio qualified second and finished second. I've given him a 9 out of 10, just for the main reason of that it looked like both Ferraris were going to eat him up at the start of the race. He managed just to keep Carlos behind, but he did take a while to get past Charles, and then he was quite far back off his teammates, so I've given him a 9 out of 10. And finally, Max Verstappen qualified first, finished first, basically led the whole race apart from a few laps where Sheko got past him during the pit stops. Um, yeah, fantastic perfection. 10 out of 10 for Max Verstappen. Fantastic race for him. So there you go. That is our first driver racing. So I hope you have enjoyed. Let me know how you would race everyone in this race. I'll be back for more driver racings after Saudi in two weeks' time. Goodbye. <laughs>